Podcasting sucks. Are you guys ready to go? Because here's Frank Cifaldi, host, <laughs> guest Good host. Good evening, everyone, Instagram. and welcome to the Insercredit Podcast. I am your guest host, Frank Cifaldi. FC, uh, as we call FC, him. FC Cifaldi. Famicom. Famicom Cifaldi. Um, our regular host, Alex Gorblax Jaffe, is out sick tonight, unfortunately. Uh, something was inflamed in his... Uh, what, what did we decide? His influenza moment? region. His influenza. His influenza. His influenza. He's got an inflamed influenza. He's got influenzitis. He's got influenzitis, I think, is the medical term for that. <laughs> now, don't panic. We have his questions. <laughs> I am going to be a- asking his questions. Also, don't panic. It's not contagious. Yes, also that. Not so, through the computers, um, anyway. For those who are joining us for the first time, perhaps, uh, the format of this podcast is a little bit different. We're very structured. I will ask a series of ten questions, uh, which our panelists, which kind of includes me, have six minutes to ask. At the sound answer. of uh, at, sorry, you're right. Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> oh. And uh, at the end of the six minutes, we'll have a gong signifying uh, the end of that round. Um, I am now realizing, as a as a first time host, that I don't have a timer, so I will be right back. Okay, we'll just hang out here Get for a little. Phone. while. A phone is a good thing. Toops, you can edit this out. And I am now back. Why would he? Why would he edit this out? This is, this is quality radio. Yeah, this is this is actually quality podcasting. This so, is um, I don't want quality. That's not what Brandon, I'm looking for. Yes, my understanding. I, I was out last week uh, looking at that PlayStation 4. Yeah. Um, oh, you were in the New York, in the New York. That, weren't you? I was in the New York. Um, so, I, I understand that you won uh, our round last week and have the honor of asking the first question. Yeah, Brandon, guess, uh, your, your question should be just for Frank. To make Frank talk for six minutes about something since he wasn't here last oh, week. <laughs> well, that's actually a good idea. It could be, but uh, that would be I, sad. I got a good. Uh, oh, I'll tell you what. I will, right. I will, Ask him what I will, he did in New York. Frank yeah. can go first, but uh, my question is: so we've we've uh, I know that at least Frank and I have watched this video. I don't know if Tim did. I think, I think Tim watched some of it. The Atari Jaguar. Uh, I put um, my balls all over that yesterday. Yeah. Promo video, which was basically a, like a late-night infomercial thing where a horrifying man uh, kid, a dude. kidnaps a dude, drags him into a basement with a real-life Jaguar, and uh, taunts him with, with a, a beautiful girl that he occasionally morphs into uh, mm-hmm. by trying to get him to do the math and figure out that the Jaguar is the do best. Do the math, Bob! Freaking do it! Do it's it! It's like, you want 16 bits or 32 bits, or do you want 64 bits? Wow, you really kind of almost sounded like Bill Cosby there. And it was great. <laughs> I was on... With the Jello one, the bits. <laughs> I was, I was, I was uh, on MTV before. It was, I, was I, I recorded like 20 things for MTV, and uh, they, they only used one of them, but... I was surprised by how I was able to just imitate late night infomercial jerks. Uh, yeah. As soon as the camera's on, it's like we're here so, in Tokyo. So Brandon, what is your I question? Remember that. So my question, my question yeah. is, uh, yeah. let's design a game that would have saved the Jaguar, and uh, and and forced people to do the math in the way that Jack Tramiel wanted us to. Okay. Um. 
Well, it would have to be a game of that era that we know uh, was successful. I guess would be the, the easiest way. But uh, oh, but it w- I think it would it would need to be an exclusive because um, well, you want you want them to buy the Jaguar for it. Let's, well, let's okay. think about what they had on the Jaguar. They had they had Cybermorph. Yep. Like, at launch, they had that dirt bike game. They had uh, White Men Can't Jump. That's perfect for you, Bob. Yes, as <laughs> they, the guy they says also in the had, video. Um, they um, had. Uh, they had. Trevor McFur in Crescent Galaxy. Was that was yeah. that a launch title? That I was, wasn't it? it? I believe it was because I think it was okay. packed. Tempest Tempest was not a launch title. No. No, Cyber Tempest. wasn't Cybermorph the pack in? Pa- Cybermorph was the pack in. I think they gave, they they included um Trevor McFur later on as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that was later. They was Cybermorph that... the launch pack in or was it an eventual pack in? I feel like it launched with nothing. I think hmm. Well it was it was the uh it was the on the infomercial, they're saying we'll give you your first game free, and that first game is Cybermorph. But that, but the that infomercial was not wasn't launched. at launch. Yeah, yeah the, the infomercial okay. oh, that, was that. Uh, was came came from a place of uh, of desperation. Uh, desperation, yes. So my um, my understanding is that Trevor McFur was built on the back of the idea of these fuzzy characters, and it's it's a shooting game, a typical side-scrolling shooting game. But you've got these characters in the box, which means that they learned the lesson from Star Fox a little too late. So whereas they were like, man, why didn't we put furry characters on the box of Cybermorph? So maybe that's what they should have done. Maybe that's the launch title. Furry Morph. They should have come up with uh, the Trevor McFur character and just called Cybermorph Trevor McFur. Furby Morph. Furby Morph. That's what they should have done. That's so that, that, would, that, that would have saved the system. That, that would have saved the system. Furry animal shooter. I'm sure that there's a marketing guy somewhere at Atari. Well, he's not at Atari anymore. Uh, wh- wh- whatever cardboard box he's in right now, he's probably thinking, "Why didn't we see that? Why didn't we see that one? Why didn't we do Should've that?" Seen it coming. So should have god darn seen it. The Jaguar. Um, they kept it in that infomercial, touting that it had 17 buttons. So maybe yeah. it should have been a game that used all 17 buttons, even though that's terrible. Well, it is, but um, let's keep in mind there's a number pad there. The number yeah. pad can be fun. I've never played a fun number pad game, but uh, uh, maybe it's a game about hacking ATMs. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, th- I mean, there was that 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 white noise, or black ice white noise game that was announced, which was a cyberpunk game. Yep. Uh, you could have hacked stuff in that. But that does not sound like a system seller. Doesn't, um, no, it's not. I guess we could tap into Atari's IPs for uh, a really yeah. great um, Warlords. Like, yeah, I was gonna. I was actually gonna say Warlords in in, in a sort of Wii Party way, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, or Wii Sports, I guess is what it was called. Um, I mean that that would have been the first system to be the sort of party system if they went for that. Does the Jaguar have four ports by default? No, just two. Well, that's dumb. But but if you had white men can't jump, then you could plug plug in five to that. Yeah, four wow. ports was uh, totally a Nintendo 64 64-bit innovation. Nintendo yeah. 64, so except on the Nintendo 64, but that's 16 bits for each port. That's right. That's how it yeah. works. Yeah, each each wow. controller required 16 bits. If, of if you do see, the math, see, it's because yeah, it's because I watched the Jaguar thing yesterday that I'm I'm willing to do. Did the you math. just say Jaguar? That is from the Midwest, my friend. Jaguar. You just said Jaguar. Yeah. I said Jaguar. You yeah. said Jaguar. That's right. You said Jaguar. You keep saying yeah, Jaguar. That's, how, that's yeah. how you say it. It's Jaguar. 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 
That sounds dumb. <laughs> Have you ever heard a British person say it? So apparently you're saying it wrong, too. So No, the British people out. don't know how to pronounce none of their darn words. So uh, uh, what, what I'm hearing is that it's impossible to save the Jaguar. I think it might be impossible. stupid, and there's no reason to have a Jaguar. I, so, I still have my Jaguar, though. It was a fun... In, I, I used to have a Fender Jaguar. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Japan, they call it a Jaguar guitar a, a, a Jaga. So Fender maybe, if, uh, maybe Jaga. if the Jaguar was the first uh, guitar hero... Console, if they would have had a guitar hero on there, that would have been 17 Jaguar. buttons. Yeah. 17 buttons, one button, like, per chord. You mm-hmm. could have uh, played chords with it. Oh, man, it could have been like a like a, a Korg Chaosolator simulator. What they didn't have a Korg Chaosolator back then. Could have been like a, there could have been a music sequencer game that used all of the, the number pad buttons. Actually, they could have, they could have done that with the, uh, <clears throat> with the virtual light machine that they put in. The VLM, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. What, what was the deal with, like, had, they'd seen Street Fighter at this point, right? Yeah, I mean, they obviously. Had. Why put just three action buttons on the controller and then all the, what? How many action buttons were there? Three, right? Three, yeah. But they did have. Why they not did put make six, six of button. them on there? They made a six-button layer. Why didn't you come out with the six-button one right out the gate, right? Yeah. Because this is Atari, my friend. This is Atari. Atari. See, right. you're pronouncing Atari like an American. Right. It's, it's, it's Atari. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Atari's an American company, okay? Or it's was. an American company. Vendal Jago. But it's a Japanese name. It's a Japanese name. It means. Well, yeah, it absolutely is. It, it means the decisive move. move in a match of Go. Yeah. I think everybody knows that. Yeah, well, I've actually played Go for thousands of hours of my life. So. Thousands of years. Thousands of for? hours. Thousands of hours. How is it working out for me? I'm uh-huh. smarter than you. That's how it's working out for oh, me. Oh, my snap. <laughs> And second warning, gentlemen. I think that's the insert credit podcast high point right there. No. Right there. False. (laughs) All right, so the answer is you can't do it. The Jaguar was doomed. Also, to clarify, I don't don't, don't really go around judging myself as smarter than people because I I don't have a job or health insurance. Okay, or a car. You don't have a car. Or a car. I don't have a car. So (laughs) obviously being smart, kids, doesn't really do much for you. What's okay, our, okay. Uh, I have a quick interstitial question. Sure. Do we want to invite Vito Giswali into this? Because he's uh, IMing me constantly. Just No, we're, we're already started. Next time. No? Oh, no. What, Brandon? I don't know, man. I mean, we, we, already, we already got this thing going. Yeah. I guess we can. Next time. Oh, Frank just shot you down, Vito. Sorry. Uh, I, I, would, I would be fighting him, but I don't care. Let's, let's go ahead. Okay, let's, we, we let's get into our actual questions here. So again, these questions it. were written by Alex Jaffe, so these are uh, these the ghost, are ghost of along the same lines of what you'd expect. Uh, like the the iPad Minis, the ghost of Steve Jobs. These questions are the ghost of Alex Jaffe. That's right? correct. I'm I'm so sad to hear of his passing, but uh, the show will be resurrected go. next week. So question number two, following Brandon's question, which it. video game features the best item shop? Oh, sweet. Item shop. Well, I'll tell you the first thing that comes to mind, which is not a very politically correct answer. In um, in uh, Forgotten Worlds, no, not Forgotten Worlds, in uh, Lords of Thunder on the TurboGrafx, they had a, they had an item shop where there was a, a pretty lady in a blue dress. I like those. And, uh, and I always thought she was real nice, and it made me want, want to enjoy that item shop for longer. 
because uh, it also had nice music and it had a lady in it. So I think that thirteen, fourteen-year-old me thought that was tops. I think nice music is kind of uh, standard for an item shop that's memorable. I mean, I can yeah. you know the Earthbound item shop music is classic. Uh, the even the item shop music in Shenmue, you know, was was like the silly convenience store music and is very memorable. Um, well, I, I mean, yeah. uh, Shenmue Farm... had a good convenience store. Yeah, Farmville is Farmville is basically entirely an item shop, right? Like the whole game is an item shop. I think without, Facebook without a, is an item shop. Actually, without an external context for the item shop, it's not really. It doesn't. I, I yeah. mean, making a game about an item shop. There's like. There's these Japanese games that are about building convenience stores, you know, like the, yeah, and those are kind of cool. But it's like that. I, I would say those are the best item shop in a game. I, like hands down, I'd say the convenience maker games are the best. But who did that? It, uh, was that Art uh, Asmic Ace or something? It was. It was. It was an Asmic production, if I recall correctly. IIRC. Um, they those those are really good, but it's like there's nothing outside the item shop, yeah. so I don't count that. But well, I, I want to okay. say that I think Super Mario Brothers three has the mushroom houses that mm-hmm. give you power ups that you can equip before going into a level, and sure. it's like there's a mushroom house in World three where so there's three chests and you just pick one, right? So the cost. Uh, you're not buying the items, but the cost is just the fact that you're only allowed to use it once. You're only allowed mm-hmm. to use this item shop once per, like, circuit through the the game board of the world. Uh, and uh, sometimes there's like an item shop in World Three where if you pick the box on the right, you usually get a frog suit, but not every time. So I've seen it not give you a frog suit before. And same thing with World Six and the hammer suit. I like that sort of thing in a shop. It's sort of a it's it's a really nice potpourri sort of feeling. Well, you know what I like is uh, is excess in my item shops. Like I Heck like yeah. the River City Ransom item shops where yeah you go to a food shop and there's like eight things on the menu and like seven of them you'd have no reason to ever buy for practical reasons, but they're just there. Know, sometimes you feel like eating shrimp tempura. So you know to to me it, there's almost a game in that and just the the uh, imaginary satisfaction of eating that certain food. You know, it's, it's like it's, I chose this food. Yeah. Um, it, it, in a in a similar vein, Xenogears has a restaurant that you can sit down and eat in to recover your HP, and it's in the middle of this enormous town in the desert. And the restaurant's on like the third floor of a building, and you go in there, and there's like a fish aquarium in the restaurant, and it's like you could just refill your HP staying at an inn. Uh. I think that the the hidden item shop in River City Ransom is pretty awesome. I was uh, actually gonna uh, one in the tunnel. I was gonna say that I I like when when item shops are hard to get to. Um, so I mean not not all the time, but I like that when there's something that you actually have to do to get there. Like in uh, Fantasy Zone or Magical Chase, you actually have to fly into the item shop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. Um, I also like in like in 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 Keith Courage in Alpha Zones. A lot of people okay, hate that game, but it's actually pretty fun. There's some item shops that you you have to really go out of the way to get into. I think that's kind of kind of fun. I mean, I I guess you know Zelda did that as well. It, they had them hidden caves and such. Yep. You know, uh, that's I, true. It makes you feel like like whatever you buy in here is more more worthwhile because it took you some effort to get to it. It wasn't just shoved at you. 
There's an item shop in the original Fantasy Star that is a, a cake shop that's in the middle of a dungeon for no reason. Mm-hmm. And um, nice. I kind of like that because it's a quest item, and like it's it's like the mayor really likes this specific cake that's in the specific shop that's in a dungeon filled with monsters. So you have to. It's just a dumb excuse to throw you in a dungeon, but but I like the sort of subtle humor of it, like how ridiculous this this quest is that you have to like fight monsters and go buy a cake from a bakery that chose to set up in a cave. What about the uh, the item shop in the town in Link's Awakening where you can steal from them? But if yeah. you steal from the item shop, everyone in the game calls you thief. Yep, for the I like that one. Game. That's a great. That's one. pretty cool. Yeah. And they will never, no one, even the final boss, will call you by your name for the rest of the game. Yeah, the final boss, I think, calls you thief. Yeah. yeah That's pretty funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. Every, everybody somehow knows. Everyone knows that you stole world. that shield from the item shop because you didn't want to save up the 200 rupees for it. And then if you go back into the item shop, you might like this, Brandon. If you ever go back in, it's just, the screen is completely black. And the owner is standing in the middle. And he goes, he goes, he's like, oh, you show your face in here again? And he just shocks you gratuitously with lightning bolts for like 30 seconds, and then you die. That's pretty amazing. So is, is, that, is that the best item shop, then? I really like that one. That might be. Hmm. Sounds all right. I like in Landstalker, you, you can build a staircase with the items. So maybe that's the best item shop. Uh, it sounds like uh, the most consensus we had was on Link's Awakening. So if there needs to be an answer to that question for whatever reason... Shopkeeper can murder you. Yep. And, Keep shopping. Uh, the best. And, and it doesn't actually have any punishment besides the one death, which is, you know, you start over again with your... With your and uh, making you feel bad. Anyway, and making you feel bad by calling you thief through the rest of the game. So I like that. It punishes you only if uh, you let it. Kind of like hell. Okay, so... Question number three. Yes. What needs to happen for game quality to start correlating directly with game sales? What? <laughs> That's a pretty hilarious question. Um, uh, the answer is the world is a goddamn vampire. Is the answer? Yeah. And uh, the it's the fact the fact is that quality will never and can never correlate directly with uh, success. Un- until people have uh, brilliant tastes, like you'd have to educate have to every consumer. The, you got to fight the system real hard. You got to rage against the system really, really hard. There needs to be uh, a goddamn holocaust of trash. Trash needs to be hung out to dry and shot in the head. You know, stuff needs to be. I mean, it's it's it, it's impossible. Yeah. Well, that that, that said. When I use Yelp, I trust it as a as a source to tell me what the high quality thing I'm looking for is. Um, that is I don't true. Know, I don't know if that's the Yelp community no, I'm gonna, or if I'm that's ask their you, algorithm or what. But I'm, like, I'm going to ask never you, Frank, really failed me. Sure. Which which would you rather go to? Okay, say you are uh, in the mission of San Francisco. Okay, mm-hmm. for some reason you're there, and you find yourself hungering of a burrito in okay. the mission. In the mission, That's right? a tough sell, but okay. And you are standing in front of two burrito shops. You are equidistant from them, okay? Okay. Okay. You looked them up on Yelp. One of them has three stars over 2,000 reviews, and one of them has five stars over 
200 reviews, which one do you go to? Oh, it's 200 is such a huge sample that I go to that one. Um, he said he said 2,000 on the other one. Right, but 2,000 versus 200, that's, that's 200 five-star reviews. What that's about, okay, what about 2,000? Insanely good. What about 2,000 four-star reviews? Versus 200 five-star reviews? Versus two, okay, 2,000 four-star reviews versus 100 five-star reviews. I'm still going with 100 five-star reviews. It, you, like, it has well, to no, be no, less... no, no, they're not 100 five-star reviews. It's oh, the yeah, I know. Average. It's the average. But it's the average across 100, which is a big sample size for something. It has, the sample size for me uh, with Yelp to, to not be worth my time is like under 10. Really. So what? Okay. What about uh, four hundred with an average of four stars, and uh, fifty with an average of five stars? See, now we're getting interesting. You're right. Yeah, I see where you're going with this. Yes, so I do I'm... tend to go for the greater sample size myself yeah. because it it means that people cared enough to talk about it. Yeah. One way or yeah. the other. But um, <clears throat> in the case of games, you know, oh man, I gotta stop having this problem with my throat. Throat thing. <clears throat> in the case of games, um, well, actually, no. Going back to Yelp, like I was, I was looking for an electronics repair person who could fix a turntable. Well, actually, a receiver that was associated with a, a turntable, and that is a very specific skill. And there are like six places that do it, and each of them has been reviewed one time. And I feel like in in I just had to go and I had to call them all. I had to talk to all of them. That was that was my only choice. And I feel like in in the case of certain kinds of of games, you uh, you couldn't you couldn't have a great enough sample size for people to to tell you anything meaningful about it. Like uh, I don't know. I guess horse simulators. That's probably a bad idea. But but let's say like um, glitchy weirdo games with with. Uh, with frustrating inputs. What if you what if you were trying to find out about one of those? It would be really difficult to. Uh... So it's like now if you go to Metacritic, which I guess is sort of sort of the Yelp of video games. What are you yeah. going to get at the top? It's like Zelda Ocarina of Time or whatever. Yeah. I guess I guess what it would take is uh, uh, a bunch of games that start to get made starting right about now that are just. Uh, Based on, I mean, really good. What what is what is the in like objectively high video game quality? What what is that? You know. I mean, there there's no such thing. You have to. I mean, I mean you, can, you can only gauge it based on popular opinion. Which, I mean, the, so the, the the sort of crux of the argument then is that we don't trust popular opinion, and therefore, a shop that displays based on ratings would not. Uh, Necessarily display the best games is is kind of what we're saying, right? Not necessarily, yeah. Is it, well, because I I I don't I I tend to trust maybe you know to my fault uh, ratings if if there's a large enough sample size, and I think you know something with a really good algorithm and and sort of suggestion engine or whatever like like good curation that that knows your tastes and can sort of weigh it against what the popular opinions are, you know, would make the good games float to the top naturally. Yeah, we definitely have to know your taste, though, because so in in, in my It would know what you experience, were Yeah, because in, in my experience, like, I, if a game gets in the 70s, then it's more likely that I'm going to enjoy it than if it has in the 80s or 90s, usually. Mm-hmm. And say, uh, you know, IGN gives it a low score, that is a good indicator that I might... It means that it's it. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um... <clears throat> but if say GameSpot gives it a, a really low score, then 
I think, well, maybe something is actually broken with it. Like maybe it's it's not completable or something like that. But maybe right. that is actually fun as well. So it's hard to, I don't know, it's really hard to know. But I, I just, in, in terms of making quality equate to game sales, I don't, I still don't see that working because there's no objective good. Personally, I think I think Gears of War is pretty high quality in terms of e- almost everything that I want out of a game, and it's pretty popular. So maybe I'm just an idiot. Maybe maybe we're all idiots. Yeah, we're everybody's just, everybody's yeah. an idiot. That would explain so much. And none of us okay. are going to heaven, by the way. Absolutely not. Not after this podcast. Nope. 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 Question number four. Hon- Ooh. Um, have we have we come to this is not the question this is a, a pre question question uh, uh, Ubisoft or Ubisoft what are we going with I've heard both from people who work there you know they seem to change it up so uh, yeah. and in Japan it's UBI soft it's UBI softo so, so let's go with that UBI softo yeah okay UBI softo <laughs> UBI softo recently received some negative press for poaching graphic effects from the Game Boy Advance title Sonic Battle for their Scott Pilgrim DLC. Oh, yeah. You guys remember this? You know what I'm referring to? I do. I know about it. I remember that, and I saw that all over the Internet. If y'all could get away with stealing one hardly noticeable animation from a game of your choice, what would it be? Oh, Oh, Bobby. That's a toughie. Uh, The first... The first thing that just came to mind, which is probably not my answer, but it just happened to come to mind, is when uh, in King of Fighters, what is it, 2001, um, Angel, the grappler, the female grappler character, uh, does a taunt where she she like puts horns on her head and 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 tr- kind of makes a sneering face, like she's a an angry bull or something like that. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. I don't know why. Uh, but that that was the first thing that came to my mind. I have no reason to steal it though. It just right. it's 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 like totally useless, but it's just the first animation that came to my so mind. So wait, are we talking about stealing anything from a video game? No, or an animation. An animation. An animation. Oh god. So, like oh, maybe my a fighting Lord. game move is kind of where I'm leading. If I ever have a heart attack in my life, I want to steal my I want my body to steal the animation uh, that 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 overthrows a locust in the Gears of War games when he's being chainsawed to death, I want to be doing. <laughs> I want to be doing that. When, that's that's what I want to steal. That's that's the plagiarism I wish to commit. And I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind uh, when I die to to steal the animation and tagline from. From the uh, the fella in red, what says "bury me with my money" in Sunset Riders? Yeah, because he clutches his heart and falls over backward, and he's he's all super dramatic with his tubby belly. Uh, that sounds fun. Can you make a game with my money? Animation? What? Can you make a game using that animation? Can we make a game about dying? Yes, yes. Yeah, you you, know you know have to game? die in strategic locations. Uh, to, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, you have to freak out children as much as you can by dying in front of them. So. Children, old ladies. Whoa! Yeah, that's so like, like that's like every extend extra, but with yeah. uh, with with, uh, with with like you're trying to create with a, a, a ripple effect of uh, of deaths. By so, yeah. so what you can you're do to like people to death with death. <clears throat> you you with thanks to the magic of microtransactions, you can buy a Santa Claus outfit. And go to a toy store. Yeah, there you go. Die there. 
Santa Claus, Easter Bunny. Oh my Fat God, Man. that would be that would be godforsakenly fantastic. That would be <laughs> that would be a deliciously fun game. You could steal a, a Jesus. You could buy a Jesus costume and die in a church. Yeah, we accidentally you created to, like, a really great through game a window, here, yes. right? Like to get the maximum effect, like you have to crash through the stained glass window. Oh man, you can uh, pay five dollars to become Tony Hawk and then uh, crash and die through the window of a skateboard shop. <laughs> I just wanted to say that a game that steals from itself is the original Street Fighter Two, because uh, when you uh, light Street a guy TV. on when you yeah. light a guy on fire, it's or a girl on fire, or a girl on fire, it's just yeah. the same the body wrapped friggin- flames. Yeah, yep. there you go. That's the ultimate. So I would steal that. I, yeah, if you know, they if, stole it from themselves. If I ever DIAF, uh, yeah, you know, die in a fire. If yeah. I ever DIAF, I want, I want that. I want to steal that. You want to be falling backwards slowly, like yeah. at the end of a match. Yeah. I yeah, think, I, I, like, I think if I if I die in a fire, I want to be going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want. I want a whole, If I ever die in a fire, I want a whole lot of reverb. I want a whole lot of delay. <laughs> yeah. I, I want a whole bunch of effects. I Maybe want, I want could... some flames. And I, I, and I want a godlike voice to say "You win" to whoever saw it. <laughs> what if? What if you? Uh, and you should also crash into, like, say, a box or a a a pillar in Thailand on your way down. <laughs> just break it into a bunch of pieces. Yeah. I think I think the real answer to this question is just steal every death animation from Bubsy. And, yeah, and just uh, perpetrate those on all of the people of the world. Where what about the idle like, animations from Earthworm Jim too? It's a game about being idle and then dying, and 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 you have to come to terms with the with the thought that your life has just been spent uh, loitering. Basically, I want to make a, a platform game where your character has the exact same idle animations as Sonic. Like they're just ripped directly off of Sonic. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. I think Bubsy did that. Actually, you. <laughs> You you could do that now, I think, because uh, Sega's got that program where if you bring a game to them in their universe, they will let you make it if they like it enough. They just take 50% of the money and give you nothing. So you could do it, probably. Yeah, you could make a really great Sonic game and go broke doing it. Man, right. we, me, and, me and a bro of mine actually made a a better so- 3D Sonic game than any 3D Sonic game in like 45 minutes in Unity. I like believe that. it. With controls, just with a cube, just a box running down a tube. It was like, oh wow, this is like better than Sonic. Boxes love tubes. I don't know. Sonic R was pretty cool. Well, you know what I mean. Sonic R was pretty cool, and that was actually the basis of the inspiration was uh, to make a Sonic game that feels like a driving game. Yeah. Well, there you go. Drive. Is it one of them endless runners? Well, no. It was it was a 3D PC sort of thing. Ah. Should probably go back to that. 3D PC. Yeah. So, uh, getting back on topic, then, uh, what animations are we stealing? We got thirty seconds. Uh, I think we're real death. Let's steal death animations. Okay, we'll death, animations death animations for ourselves and and possibly for our uh, for our amazing video, our game. wonderful amazing game where we freak uh, out children by dying in front of them. If yeah. I if I ever have a heart attack, it's the locust being chainsawed yep. in Gears of War, and if I ever uh, die in a fire, if I DIAF, Street Fighter Two. Okay, sounds good. We all good. If I die from electrocution, also Street Fighter Two. Yes. Okay. That concludes that question. It, you'll have a handsome skeleton if you do that. Yeah, it'll be very clean, very white, very yeah. very polished. Mm-hmm. Okay, gentlemen. Question number five. Yes. If you could only play one genre or format, if you prefer, of games Ooh. for the rest of your life, what would it be? 
WWIB. WWIB. Well, what the the real question is not what would it be, but what would Jesus play? Yeah. Play, uh, I think he'd play platform games where the guys have really huge heads. <laughs> yeah. I think he would play Dead or Alive Five. Frank, I, I like that that every time. I mean, you you talk about these platformers with really huge heads. Really, you you need to become a a bonk a bonk fan. Bonk's oh, I am a bonk fan. Need to be JJ and Jeff, baby. JJ real, and real Jeff. JJ and Jeff is exactly what I have in my uh, head when I think of of platform. Like it's a JJ terrible game. Jeff. Do you ever yeah, sit around, um, Frank, wishing your head was a lot bigger? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I am a Bonk fan, Brandon Sheffield. I yeah, just think uh, Mario is a much better game. I know. No, me, I know. me too. Okay. I, um, I, I like Bonk as well. I mean, you know what? I would go so far as to say I'm chill with Bonk and I'm cool with Bonk. Wow. Yeah. No, I think I think that I would choose uh, I would choose an action platformer. I actually would. You know what I would yeah. choose? You know what I would choose? Skyrim. Because you can play that game literally forever, dude. You don't even have to do stuff in it. You just you just have to do you just do the random missions in it. I actually it would either be action platform game like Brandon because uh, I probably love those the most. But if we're in sort of a desert island scenario, which is where I'm taking this, Mm -hmm. um, I might have to go computer RPGs. Oh baby, Uh, sure. Give you a lot to think about. Yeah, I I do. Stretch those out. I can, I can approach them in different ways. I can. I was, I was just recently, just today, asked uh, what one book I would read if I could only read one book for the rest of my life, and I chose Moby Dick. Right. Hmm. More like Moby Dark. Yeah, more like Bobby Mick. <laughs> uh, what, like, like, uh, I was thinking, yeah. What, what's the Moby Dick of, of games? And that would be basically like a computer RPG, like Civilization. Man, for for uh, it's not really an RPG though. Book, I I might have to go with uh, the Bible. The Bible's a real good book, but the, the, my but my like you, you can see, like people spend their entire lives trying to dissect that thing, and if I only had one book, I might as well. Just it's kind of boring though. Some people yeah. get their PhDs in Herman Melville. Yeah, it's kind of boring, but like. The, I mean, I guess I'm taking the computer RPG strategy on this one, right? Where it's like, yeah, I want, you want, to have I want as much depth as I can. Yeah. This is all I get. There is a lot of a lot of nuance and lore and stuff in, in the Old Testament. The Old Testament's a pretty neat thing. I mean, so I was thinking that uh, a good a good genre would be like the Minecraft sandbox because Minecraft box. It's the Minecraft box is kind of fun to play on its own, but also so many other people have made stuff in it that you could mess around with. Like if we if we can include the mods that uh you know then like you could play a whole bunch of if if Little Big Planet were fun, let's say for the sake of argument, um, that would be amazing. It would be yeah. a really cool thing, and you could play all those mods that they've made and all those different levels. You could just play that game forever because they made like. Uh, made a first-person shooter in there. They made, like, racing game and stuff. They did all kinds of crap. So so can we call, like, like game development sandbox games a genre? I think we could call it a genre. I mean, a genre or, genre or a format, but, like, um, the, uh, you know, Minecraft, it doesn't exist outside genre and format, necessarily. Right. So if... I think Minecraft is more of a, like, a... A strategy, or not a strategy, but like a computer PC RPG, than uh, like I, I mean, yeah. if you had to give it, if you were forced to give it a genre that was not Minecraft, it'd just be it's it's basically a Skyrim like with building. I well, but I think 
I, I don't know. I think sandbox needs is really like it's it's a building tool more than it's a yeah. It's it's more Legos than it is a game. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely got game in there. You got to survive, and the creepers come and explode you and ruin your house, and kind of sucks when that happens and stuff. But uh, I don't care when it happens. I just I'm just like I don't care about these guys. <laughs> but they 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 blow you up and then you respawn like a bun a pretty far away from where you were and then you got to get all the way darn back there. I wonder I if you thought... can build your house where you respawn. I've I've never tried that. Seems like it might be possible. Do you, do you always it? respawn in the same spot? Yeah, well, I I have always respawned in the same spot, but I haven't tried to see like what happens if I had a house there, would it respawn me somewhere else? It would be fun to play Minecraft with somebody I know, like somebody who's cool, like somebody who I'm like friends with in real life. I bet we could have a lot of fun with it if we if we all played Minecraft. Guys. Yeah, I'm a, I'm actually gonna I'm at some point soon. I'm gonna play with these dudes that are that have built these crazy structures and stuff, and really enjoy playing together. And I'll I'll see what that experience is like, and maybe that'll change my answer to to become that. I don't know. I think uh, I think something. If you play with like people who have spent a lot of time and built a lot of huge things, it's like I think that would be disheartening for me. Like like playing Fantasy Star Online with somebody who was on like level ninety or something. No, but I mean helping them do something what? with that would be cool, and you'd also learn from them at the same time. Yeah, I guess. I guess yeah, the rest the rest of your life, gentlemen. Only game. The only game that I would only play genre. The rest of only genre. Right, but it seems like we're defining Minecraft as Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft I, is. I'm going to go ahead and say uh, I I would like I like the Diablo like action RPG PC mm-hmm. action RPG and I, I, on want, stuff. I want a really good one. I want a Pokemonish Diablo like with like real action in it. That's what you gotta I want. Got to wait for Deforblow. I got to wait for Compton Wild. What I got to wait for. So Compton you Wild. you would you would pick that genre on the gamble that someone would one day make the correct type of games for it. I see the Kickstarters, you know. Uh-huh. I, I, I see where it's going. People making stuff on, like, all the games that, are, that get kickstarted nowadays, it's like, they're, they're moving toward it. They're so the moving. Kickstarter genre, let's say. Kickstarter the, uh, genre. The, 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 kick, <laughs> the, the Kickstarter action RPG Diablo-like multiplayer online RPG. That's Okay, so you, you, you can play one game for the rest of your life that well, might the, never actually get... Te- no, no, technically Monster Hunter... <laughs> Monster okay. Hunter, Fantasy Star Online, those are technically what I want. I just want it with helicopters and okay. sharp, sharper action. Understood. So there you okay. go. Gentlemen, Monster question, Hunter is my answer. Question number six. Well, I'm, I'm willing to call Monster Hunter a genre. I'll give that to you. Question number six. Uh, this Here. one comes from one of our viewers. His name is oh, yeah. Alexander Toulet. I hate our viewers. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to say that out loud. I, damn it, Tim. <laughs> we'll have to edit that to out. Let's keep this to to the uh, after show. Um, uh, so Alexander Toulet says uh, he wants us to design an iOS game where the central mechanic is your remaining battery life. Hmm. Oh, that's actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Um. So I, it, would, I would... it would be something like a. Something along the lines of a Tamagotchi or something, where you are in charge of a life. Did anybody and... ever play uh, one of those uh, Final Fantasy VIII, where no. your character uh, uh, has... Okay, you have limit breaks, which are your super advanced crazy moves. And uh, uh, you, the probability of... And it's just like limit break can take over for fight. 
at any time in the game, but the probability of such thing happening increases dramatically as your HP accro- uh, approaches zero. So, yeah, there's there's stuff like that in uh, in in King of Fighters that you got your your desperation moves. Desperation moves when you get below a certain amount of health. I was thinking that uh, something where. Um, Everything speeds up as your as your battery power um, decreases because if you want to complete the game, if you like, you have a certain amount of stuff you have to complete, um, and if you want to complete it before the charge is through, you gotta you gotta start doing it faster and faster before the battery is all the way. And 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 then to make it really challenging, uh, the it just forces itself to go bright all the way, and it just vibrates the entire time. <laughs> As it can. Uh, I, I know that you can't. It, it just keeps searching for Wi-Fi for no reason. I know that you can't override those things with an app and uh, not get rejected by Apple because I've I've <laughs> I've had similar ideas before. Um, but the battery life thing, I would just say any one of these Clash of Clans like games where you're building structures and training troops and invading camps and whatever, um, just have it so that the amount of time it takes something. To, like, okay, so you get a pop-up on your iPhone when you're at 20% battery and another one, another one when you're at 10%. Mm-hmm. So I would have it be like it takes 30 minutes uh, to build X building, but if you're at 20% battery, it takes 10 minutes. And if you're at 10% battery, it takes 5 minutes. So you would want to play with your battery mm. de- like dying, but you would only be able to do that at home because nobody's going to leave their house with their battery dying. I would just, Unless they uh, have one of those charger things that you, they can uh, top up with. Well, those then ex- you know what you know what those people are doing. They're 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 just being a rube. Basically. They're gaming the system. Is what they're doing. They're, they're gaming the system, and they're also losing the game of life because they look like an idiot. And True. they can also kind of stay at home and and sit by their charger and and just kind of hover at ten percent. And and then you're losing the game of life. Yeah. Well, maybe so. I mean, okay. <laughs> can a game know that you've plugged in? Good um, question. Fundamental. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure the answer to that is yes. Yeah, I don't see why not. So if then, 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 that, watching, then that, uh, can he uh, answer that for me in chat here? So that Just, that thanks. that would make your game really interesting because it could punish you for for doing that for for sort of hovering around ten uh, percent. I like that. I like where that's going, and I and I like I especially think, if it's if it's not just the same type of building either. Maybe maybe there's a specific like twenty percent building and ten percent building also that you know like silver and gold maybe. So you, so you see how many of your risky buildings are are in your thing. I think charging is like an independent state. It's a it doesn't register the battery percentage until you unplug the cable. So right. I think yes, I think so, it, it will okay. know you're charging. So you have to be. So you can't play the game, probably, if you're plugged in. Nope. I'm trying to see what my uh, what my power usage is right now. What 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 what's y'all's batteries at? What right uh, now? How do I know? I'm curious. Mine's at 100 percent because mine's plugged in all day. Okay. Next mine's, to my. Computer. Mine's at 80 percent. How do I see where it is? I don't know. <laughs> how do you know it's 80? You're just guessing. I, well, I've got an Android, and there's a thing I can. Ah, okay. I, I would guess that my iPhone's at 25 percent right now. It looks like 20 at a glance, but it's not red. So, Frank, you would be uh, most best able to play this game right now. It's true. Yeah, I would be winning be... the most in this game. Interesting. Like what, the question is, what does the low? What does what does this serve? Uh, just 
being playful and annoying. I think yes, so. I mean, it, it wouldn't. It. I don't think there would be a way to make it anything but horrifyingly gamified. Like to encourage someone to have bad, low battery life is an is a negative thing. I don't think there is anything positive about that. It's like like Boktai forced people to go outside. This would force people to uh, not charge their phones. Yeah, I think it would be it would be nice if uh, perhaps if the game rewarded you for stopping playing when you no there's really no way around it being abused like uh, maybe how about like a, a castlevania like game where you have a double jump move if your battery's under 20% but you don't have a double jump if it's not I mean, that would be kind of cool, and and actually, before we run out of time, we have forty seconds. I, I was I wanted to say that uh, maybe the the game is encouraging you not to use your phone by rewarding you not only for the battery life, but for uh, where you are geographically. So you can't be home and get the highest points. Oh hey, now we're getting into different territory. You you yeah. can still go to the old uh, coffee shop or something and plug in over there. Sure, but it's yeah, but it's alternatively how. How about a game where you can only do a certain ability when your battery is between 100 and 90%? A game that forces you to be mindful of having yeah. your battery charged up. I think there's a, lot would... of, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are just like, oh, yeah, my phone's dead. It's like, how do people walk around with their phones dead all the time? It's uh, real no. easy to plug the goddamn thing in, you know? <laughs> Unless you're using it all the darn time. Which I am. But to my conclude... phone's still plugged you, into you... my computer. Yeah. I mean, to conclude, you, Frank, I think uh, your Tamagotchi idea is the one. <laughs> I think the thing we talked about for ten seconds at the beginning is probably yeah, the one. Yeah. I think that's the yeah, one. Yeah, you can. Uh, hey, your, your character dies if your phone's ever off. That's right. If your phone dies, the character dies. Yeah, and the, your character's probably your phone too. Yeah, okay. that would just be, that's the subtlest and the easiest. Yes. Go. That's good. Question number seven. Number seven. Number seven. Oh, Which video game? All right. Which video game character would be the ideal roommate? Oh, man. Um, I, I swear to God. Remember when I was saying the other day, guys, that I want to I wanna host an episode of the podcast and write my ten questions? Was that this one of them? One of, that was one of my ten questions. <laughs> man. So the, the answer is obviously Neo Poké-Kun from, uh, from the self, from the same named game on the Neo Geo Pocket Color. He is a virtual roommate that you just That's a all kinds of stuff. Out. No, I'm just kidding. He wouldn't be a good roommate anyway. I He's think Link from Zelda would, would be a good roommate. Link? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to go with... Cut all uh, your shrubs down and break all your vases? Yeah, yeah he would, he would <laughs> encourage you to He'd be a good gardener, not, I guess. He would encourage you to not have vases, which is the one thing that I really want a roommate to do. Yeah. <laughs> I want them to make sure I don't have vases in my house. Now, I want to live with Cooking Mama. Hey, there you go. Mama, will, I could screw up all the time. Mama will Cooking fix Mama. it. Cooking Mama She'll just so be hot. cooking stuff all the time. She's really hot, uh, especially when she gets mad and her eyes become like like little fireballs. Little fireballs, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is pretty hot. Started. But, uh, she, well, it would be like living with a mom, but not your mom. Would that be cool or that not? That is cool? really, really cool. More like cooking MILF. <laughs> <laughs> um... I have a question. <laughs> who's a uh, who's? Can you think of any video game characters that? Okay, I would live with um, uh, Eris after she was dead. But then you'd be paying double rent. 
I, no, she could live in my house where I am right now. I don't want to have a roommate, is what I'm trying to say. See, I want a roommate that will just not exist. I don't that's think, not the... Uh, I, I, couldn't, well, I couldn't have a good time with any roommate, so I'm trying to f- figure you're out... Copy, big, you're copping your way okay, out of Okay, wait, here, here we go. Bonk? Um, just say bonk. How about, <laughs> how about the cat from Tenchu 3, which is just a cat? How about the cat that's not from... a person. We're trying to talk about people. No, it said, said character, didn't it? Didn't it say just... character, Frank? Uh, it says which video game character would character. be the ideal roommate. Yeah, I'm but going that's, with that's the cat. still copping out because it's, but it's, it's a it, cat. But it's also true because I don't want to live with a human being. You're copping out in the same way I cop out by... The question uh, doesn't say... By marrying old, the oldest characters. It's, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's true, I guess. <laughs> also, the question doesn't say which would be the ideal roommate for you. That's true. It just says which would be the ideal. All right. Person. All right. Fair enough. Here. Fair enough. That's that's a good point. Then so you're, you are personally not stuck with this one. Yeah. All how right. About, how about Toto from the Toto games? By yeah, Sony? he seems all right. He's a cat. It's a it's a she. Toto is is a girl. Oh, yeah, she. But uh, Toto is uh, I I played that Mainichi Isho on the uh, the PlayStation Three for well, I didn't play it, but it's like it was like a video game blog where you have episodes. Every day there was a new episode. I played that for like a year, and I, I loved that stuff. That little cat had a real personality, really think, hilarious personality. I think are Cooking there, Mom is a really good answer. It is. I was about to ask, are there any game characters that like naturally produce something how that about, you want? How about like, a game character who is not a, uh, like a realistic human? Well, I think, I think Sonic would be a really funny roommate because he'd just be like zipping around everywhere and, and if he knocks into a wall, rings fly out of him. Yeah. He'd probably go on long. Uh, He's at, at the edge of your stairs going, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, think, I think Sonic would go out on, on long runs every day because the yeah. guy who can run that fast for that long with that much stamina, uh, in order to... to like hone that skill, he has to be running a lot. Yeah. And not on a treadmill, he has to be running on the road. So he'd be out running like probably four or five hours a day. So that's like four or five hours a day you don't have to worry about a roommate in your house. Um, I like, I've always wanted to have a bat because I, I, I think they're, they're cool in an objective, not, no, in a subjective sense, but, but actually looking at them, they're not really fantastic to have as pets because they smell and they make a lot of noise and they don't really like hanging out with you. So you want then, some kind of anthropomorphic bat. So like Arrow the Acrobat mm, Arrow the Acrobat's not as fun. What about that bat Rouge from Sonic and Hedgehog? Sonic Rouge has Sonic boobs, Adventure which I think that would be yeah. kind of disturbing to have a, a, bat, a bat with, with boobs. boobs? Just I, don't, I don't know if I'd like I that. I don't need to be tempted by that. Booby bat. <laughs> Booby bat. Boob bat. BBR, Booby Bat Rouge is her name. <laughs> um, someone I, has I, already drawn a fan fiction of this. Like even it, it just oh, the, just the thought occurring. Someone has drawn a, a fan a fan fiction comic strip of you living with Booby Bat Rouge. It's already happened. Good old <laughs> so BBR. Submit your uh, fan fiction comic of Brandon with Booby Bat Rouge to what is our email address? I don't even know. Podcast, Podcast at insertcredit.com. Wow. Gentlemen, as of the end of the sentence, we have 45 seconds. Okay. So Best it's not Booby year. Bat Rouge. Um, darn. Man, what about Ryo from uh, Shenmue? He seems all right. He's not a bad guy. He's an guy. idiot. Yeah, but he's an idiot. Depressing. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it'd be depressing. It would be depressing to live with somebody that stupid. 
Like seriously. I would l- I would like to live with Ranma as a video game. I mean, Ranma has been in video games. It would be an amusing time, constantly changing genders and uh, <laughs> uh, and and getting into mishaps. That would be a, an antics uh, I don't, I don't want no mishaps. I, I don't want any mishaps in my goddamn life. Yeah, but but I it's want... not. Okay, yeah, I guess so. I, we're, I mean, we're I, I want to live mishap free. And, I think uh, Cooking Mom is the answer, really. Cooking Mom is the answer, but that's that sounds more like a. Uh, like like a girlfriend situation. It's like no, nah. it doesn't. It's nah. mom. You have a mom that isn't actually your mom who will do nah. mom stuff but never hold you accountable. It's not a girlfriend in my opinion. Yeah. What do you why what do you mean she'd never hold you accountable? Would you never hold your roommate accountable for anything? Do you want to one up this question? Let's do uh, it. Have, have you yeah, I could I could one up if you guys want. I, let's one up this question. Like uh I think <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> Ching. I, I I think that uh cooking mama <laughs> Why would she cook for you? Just because she's your roommate? It's because it's know? in her name. That's just she, what she does. Have you played she this game? She cooks all the time, and I, if you screw designed, up, she fixes it. If she's not cooking, know, she's gardening or she's babysitting. It's beautiful. I write I write uh, mystery novels as a hobby. Do, do I write mystery novels for uh, – if somebody lives with me, does that mean I'm going to write a mystery novel about them? And but your, your name is not mystery novel Tim Rogers. That's not yeah. true. Cooking Mama has that is, it, your is, name? it is very Cooking true. Cooking Mama has a name. Her name Cooking is Cooking Mama. Her, na- her first name, name is Cooking. Her last name no. is Mama. No, she has a real name. You don't know Cooking Mama's real name? She no. has a name. I actually don't know her real name. Okay, no, she actually why would has I know a name. What is it? So, Do you I'm know not it? I'll tell you what it is. Look it up you on don't Wikipedia. Know it is. She has a real name. Trust me. So, like yeah, so I, I'm not really hearing a lot of arguments for what it should be. You're confusing her title with her her, uh, so what should, what should it be? Let's let's nominate this question for revisitation in a later podcast. No. We've never no. done that before. Let's do it. We have never done that before. Um, let's make this the first. Next question. Okay, I'm okay with that, and uh, I would also like to actually hear from the audience on this one, too. I, so. would, I would also like to think about it. Let's, let's all think about it. Let's homework so, it. Again, podcast at insercredit.com. Nominate your favorite roommate uh, video game character. This is the first question where I've, I've actually wanted a chance to think about it more. <laughs> this, this is great. The other ones, I'm just like, yeah, okay, next question. Okay, everyone. Question number eight out no of ten. Uh, other than digital games and T-shirts, diversify the catalog of purchasable items with Microsoft Points. Microsoft Points? Yeah. Themes? Well, yeah, themes. We already have themes. We have DLC. We have... Okay, I want so to be here's... able to purchase the ability to put my avatar head onto Marcus Phoenix's body. Hmm. Here's something that I would really like to be able to purchase. So, uh, as you two may know, I recently let my gold account lapse, and I had to re-up my... my they had to ask me all my security questions again uh, for me to resume playing the games that I already owned uh, via a silver account. And uh, and they asked me for a phone number, and I didn't want to give it to them, and that means basically I can never have those games again unless I give them my phone number. So what I would like to be able to purchase with my remaining Microsoft points is my dignity back, if mm. that could happen. I don't know if it's possible, but so I just, think... So by saying that, you are suggesting that right now Microsoft holds your dignity. They're 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 in possession of a small shred of my dignity because I have to either um, give up and give them my phone number, which they will keep forever because uh, they keep your 
credit card number forever and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, or I have to never again play the hundreds of Xbox Live indie games that I have purchased with money. Uh, so those are my options there. I actually did not know you were in this situation. That's heartbreaking. I am. Wait, what do you, what do you have to do? You have to give them your phone number, and you don't want to give them your phone number? I have or to what? give them my phone number, and I don't want to give it to them, because they, they'll they never get rid of it. They'll keep it forever. Um, yeah, and I'm sure that all of the guys in their office are going to pass it around and be like... Hey, no, I mean, they could... They, could they, they currently do not sell your information, but they could sell your information later. And I just don't like the idea of other people having my info. Like, every time Google asks me to add a phone number because it's really important, guys, I, I click no thanks. I've got Brandon's phone number. If we get ten comments asking for it, I'll give you Brandon's phone number. Yeah, if you do that, we will stop being friends forever. And by, and by doing that, I will also <laughs> be selling a piece of his dignity. It's just it's, it's true. wholesale it's dignity from Brandon. I, I, if you want I, my dignity... I think this question is not. I think this answer is not exactly applicable to this question. Uh, it's it's just the thing I want to most be able to purchase with Microsoft points right I w- now. I want to buy some candy. That's what candy? I want. Yeah, I always have like a hundred Microsoft points left. Would it like, taste it, like like an Xbox? I don't know. I don't care. Just send so me what, like what a is, pack of Dum Dums or something. I don't. What is, what is the wording of the question? What is the? Uh, I will read this question again. Verbatim. Let's hear it again. Question number eight, other than digital games and T-shirts, diversify the catalog of purchasable items with Microsoft points. So I by T-shirts, buy, by t-shirts buy, you can buy uh, real-life T-shirts? I think he means Avatar T-shirts. So. I don't know. I feel like you ought to be able to buy some real-life things. I oh, think I agree. I, th- I think you should be able to like, you know, buy 3D printouts of your Avatar that get mailed to you. I, I want to buy... You should be able to... to gift physical things like Facebook now does to your to your Xbox friends. I want to buy a lunch meeting with uh with Bill Gates with my Microsoft points. That's a lot of points. I know. What do you want to talk to Bill to Gates your, about? You be able to trade your gamer score for stuff. Are like you going to do you plan to ask Bill Gates for money, Brandon? No, no. I just want to um be like, "Hey, how's it going? What kind of books are you reading right now?" Do He's you, a uh, cool guy. You like those glasses you got? <laughs> Uh, they seem pretty good. That's probably what I would, what we would do. I would ask him for money. Over and over. <laughs> I think, I think Bill Gates probably. Uh, I don't know. I think he's he probably not used to that. He's probably, he'd probably be like, oh, no one's ever asked me for money before. <laughs> That's right. Uh, okay. He's got a lot of uh, what do you call it? Money. Yeah. He's money. got, he's got some money. I'm not sure how much. He's probably uh, his, got five, six bucks. He could buy my lunch. Yeah. I was going to say, his hair has gotten worse and worse and worse over the years. He's getting to be an older guy. So Your do you hair think, just do does you think, degrade in quality. Do you I mean, think it the hair has to do with his, his, his net worth? Like, as his net worth goes yes. down, his hair... Okay. Steve think, Jobs, right up until he died, uh, he, he, he made his hair work. You know, he was going bald. He cut it to just the exact uh, <clears throat> level of shortness that he looked all right. He made it work. Bill Gates doesn't even uh, know how to make it work. But I don't, I don't of- think Bill Gates ever really cared that much about his hair. You look at photos of him through the years. He didn't. So uh, you should be able to buy Bill Gates a haircut with your Microsoft points. I he like should. Uh, he should like. Yeah, he didn't care over the years, but it's like not caring is like kind of a thing, you know. I mean, yeah. this image, right? He had a, he had a didn't corporate care image. Cut. Didn't care cut. Oh, I, I have. Think- I have a real answer, guys. I have a real answer. Well, let's, hear let's hear it. Let's hear it. A real. A real one. I, 
I want the opportunity to continue to support a developer whose game I liked by buying stuff with my points. I don't know what that would be, but uh, you know, even if it's just like cupcakes that Microsoft sends them or something. Um, once I've purchased, oh, stuff like a developer me, tip. Yeah, like I want to be able to oh, tip a, a developer. Yeah, a DT. A developer that's, tip that's, would be cool. Uh, that's actually what I want to do. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Let's do that. I want to be able to put my head onto Marcus Phoenix's body, my avatar head. Your avatar, not your real head, your avatar head. Yeah, I mean, because th- that would be something that I could actually purchase for 100 Microsoft points or something. It's like, now you can play Gears of War with your head. I want to put Tim's avatar head on all of the uh, on Halo. All of the locusts. Put my head on Halo. <laughs> all the locusts in Gears of War, so that when I chainsaw people apart, it's it's just Tim's avatar. I want to be face. able to donate uh, Microsoft points to Rare, who's in control of making avatar items, to get them to make some better avatar items, like some better haircuts. Haircuts that don't all look like British guys who hang out <laughs> in, in record shops. You or know? just, like, redraw the avatars. Put some, that. put some more clothes in there. Put some more stuff in there. You could, there's, there's a reason why nobody wants to develop avatar games, Microsoft. because the avatars look stupid. No, they do want to. They do it on Xbox Live Indie Games, and they still look stupid, but they sell well. Anyway, what's our next question? Need question number nine. Cute. What kinds of businesses then, has the Tycoon franchise unfairly overlooked? And before we answer this, before the doorbell sound, I want to point out that there is no franchise uh, called Tycoon. Tycoon is not owned by anybody. People make Tycoon games because they, they don't have to answer to anybody. They just do it. So screw you, Alex Jaffe. Um, double Dribble Tycoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> let's see. What kind of a thing, Tycoon... So what what tycoon games do they got? Roller coaster? Yeah, they got that roller coaster. They got railroad. They got like chocolate. They've got basically everything. I remember Tim when you and I first met at E3 2004. I think it was. Yeah, uh, that one. We we had a game concept called Birthday Party Tycoon. Yes. I don't know if you remember this, but I remember uh, that. The 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 idea was that there's like one party shop in a little town, and you are the birthday party tycoon, and you control everything. That sounds pretty terrible and amazing. I like yeah, it. I'd play what, about a, what about objectivism tycoon? You're you're Ayn Rand and you're you're uh, trying to perpetuate a, uh, objectivism in business. Well, first of all, sounds as the, uh, as the Bioshock Infinite <laughs> box that. art, as the Bioshock <laughs> Infinite box art scandal uh, indicated, nobody wants to buy a. Uh, a game that's kind of based on that sort of stuff. So no, you'd have no. to have a person with a gun on the cover. So. You can't do that. I would say lemonade stands. Fine. Can we have lemonade stands? Wait, doesn't that exist? Lemonade stand is a classic game that already exists. Come on. It's not a tycoon game though. It doesn't say tycoon not, on no, it. You're it, right. You don't take over the world with them lemonade stands. Lemonade tycoon, free for iPhone, iPod Touch, and iPad. I'm sure is it, it is. Real? Yeah, it's is real. It real? Well, yeah, it's I, real. I don't want it. Yeah, um, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about a uh, like mud a, pie tycoon then? What about like a GameStop tycoon where you're running game stores? That must exist. That's got to exist too. What about a game uh, a, a game dev story kind of game where you're a game Ooh. dev developing yeah, that, a game? That could work. What okay, about... actually, in, in, rea- in actuality, I, w- like... I want something like a game dev story or a GameStop tycoon that, I mean, it was really, like, the fun part of game dev story was naming your games. Uh, yeah. I want I want something that actually pulls other people's named games too, so you're surprised by the weird stuff that you end up having to sell. So you get penis fart, 
Yeah, but, crack, but they, they, could may, they, they could maybe be, you know, algorithmically, you know, I think I think sorted. we've got our answer. Our answer is butthole tycoon. <laughs> butthole tycoon. tycoon. Yeah. <laughs> Part butthole tycoon. No, wait, I think butthole typhoon is the better mm. one. That's the better one. Um, um, how, about, how about a nice educational one that actually has some kind of message, like it, computer it lab be, tycoon? It would be nice to to have some kind of uh, economics teaching yeah. in in your tycoon game. It well, I was I be... was thinking farms. You know, something that teaches you about the importance of farms. Agricultural tycoon. tycoon. Yeah, that could not be played by anybody, but it could be like nice. food food supply tycoon, where you have to you have to take it from from the farm to the grocery store to the home and and all the steps in between that disposable and you plastic figure out how terrible utensil it is. tycoon mm. disposable plastic utensil factory tycoon so you'd have to really decide if you want to invest in like the different colored plastics or if you're good with just white oh, man what about landfill tycoon as the sequel nope disp- <laughs> yeah 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 styrofoam tycoon yeah, like you, you try to go green, but it's like this is not worth the money. Yeah, it's, Why would it's I impossible. Do this? This is, this, yeah. We can't, we can't do this. And you try to build like new cities on your on your landfills, and they sink into the sea. <laughs> this, sounds, cool. this sounds incredibly depressing. Let's yeah. go back to birthday party tycoon. Yeah, how about reality of <laughs> life tycoon? <laughs> There's a Japanese funeral uh, tycoon. You you uh, you you take dead people and you and you have to bury them, but make sure that their toxins don't leak into the earth because you'll get I'm sure there's by the been EPA. some sort of simulation. Why not just have like a cattle farming tycoon where you're killing cows or slaughtering cows? Slaughterhouse tycoon. Typhoon tycoon. Slaughterhouse tycoon, and it's uh, you get paid a sponsorship, something like that. How about Splatterhouse tycoon? Splatterhouse would be uh, a... I like it. Guys, I just got a 20% warning on my phone. I think I'm winning. Uh, You're winning the game. (laughs) Good work. It's pretty good. Well, I don't know. I I think that the answer is uh, really none of... Nothing has been unjustly overlooked. I don't think that I yeah. particularly care that much about any additional tycoon games. I think I think with the combination of downloadable casual games over the last like ten years, Facebook and iOS, I think you can get a tycoon game for just about anything. Yeah, uh, you'd have to just and even jokey things. So you'd kind of have to find a jokey thing that no one else has has come up with yet. Yeah, like, like birthday party tycoon. I'm sure that doesn't exist. BPT. It's probably going to exist I in think, about five minutes after someone listens to this podcast, though. Someone just I, made it right now with. Game I think Game our Game answer Game. is disposable plastic utensil factory tycoon. No, my answer is definitely none. My, my answer is none, for sure. Well, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going with educational uh, uh, agriculture tycoon. It's a, it's a split, everyone. It's yeah. a three way split. So what, tycoon, do, tycoon. You make do tycoon I have a sound game. effect for a split? Maybe. That. I don't even know what that is. I don't know, but it's horrifying. <laughs> I like it. It's a foghorn, man. Why, 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 why is that the sound for the like laughing and crying masks? Drama. drama. It's dramatic. Oh, yeah. Okay. Are we yeah, on the next right. question? What's the next question? Well, what okay, question let's, are we on? Let's close this out. It's the lickening round, right? All right. Uh, it is not the lickening round. We have one more question. 
What, really? The OMQ. Yes. How many goddamn questions are there in this There are night? ten questions and then a lightning round. That is the rules. Oh. We explained this at the beginning of the show, just like we did the previous 35 shows. The, Sheffield. I always thought the lightning round was question ten. No, it's question eleven. No. Well, it only took me 36 episodes to realize <laughs> that. Let's hear the next thing. What do we got? Question number ten. Break it off. Who is the Larry the Cable Guy of video games? Who is Larry the Cable Guy? He's a he was a dude in that '90s movie that I didn't watch that had Jim Carrey in it, right? No, that's not Larry the Cable Guy. No, you're thinking of uh, Cable Guy. I'm thinking of Cable Guy. Who's Larry the Cable Guy? Larry the Cable Guy is kind of like a he's he's like a Jeff Foxworthy in that he's he's yeah. a comedian with a particular stick. Um, oh. All I know about his shtick. I'm looking at a picture of him. Is that yeah? He's like he's very sort of hickish, right? And is he is he one of those uh, rednecks of comedy or whatever thing? Yes. Names of Southern accent. He, he talks he about get her done. Tour. Yeah, get her get her done. Get her done. done. Get her done. Oh, is I his see him. So um, he's got a little shitty beard thing. Oh, I swore. It would, it would have to be a game that I said a swear, has. Guys. It's That's basically okay. a a. a a running joke that oh, he that plays repeats itself that is not funny. He, he, plays, he plays the uh, yeah. he plays the, uh, the 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 beat up tow truck in the Cars movies. Oh. Is that really? Oh, that is Larry the Cable Guy. You're what, right. What's okay. the, yeah. What's he called? Mater. Corn Pone. Oh, Mater. Corn Pone. <laughs> um. So it would it would have to be like a, a game that's put out as a joke that thinks it's funny but it's not, and the mechanic of the game is like. To continue doing that. Oh, man. Apparently, how, this how guy about... jokes about uh, about tailgating and stuff. That's pretty funny. Um, tailgating. I tell it? you a game that was not good that uh, that was put out for lols that had no lols in it uh, was that Matt Hazard eat lead game. That is a really good example because that's like very specific video game humor, right? Yeah, it was really spe- specific video game jokey humor, and it's like, oh, the textures in here are getting pretty whoa, uh, and it yeah. was, and that it, sounds pretty bad. It was an awful, awful game, and it play. It was like a bad shooter that had like jokey stuff in it to try mm-hmm. to. I don't. I don't know. It was just. It was just the worst. So joining uh, us, uh, for those who are on the listen-only version of the Integrated Podcast, is our normal host, Alex Gorblax-Jaffe, who we understand is sick, and his voice not, might not work, but let's test it out. Alex, say something. He's not he's saying dead. anything. He said he's nothing. Dead. Okay. I think, okay. I think his mic is muted or something like that. Anyway. Microfondas. Um, so my, my best bet is uh, Matt Hazard, but I don't know about this guy. So, I mean, if he talks about tailgating, maybe it should just be Madden. I don't know. But, you know, he's, pretty, he's not as cool as Madden. <laughs> ben, uh, uh, Brandon, me uh, and Ben Burbank and Zach Delicious McCune tailgated. CDM. We tailgated the uh, Live Free or Die Hard, which was not a very great movie, by the way. But we, we tailgated it in the CVS parking lot. We got two Little Caesars, and we ate them off the back of Ben Burbank's car. With yeah. uh, two liters of Coke Zero, and we took photos there. They were on Twitter. I can I can link you to them later. But you know there is there is actually kind of something fun about having a hangout in a in a parking lot because yeah. it's, it's like it's like I'm not supposed to be doing this here really, uh, yeah. but but I you know me and my bros we're just having ourselves a good time no matter where we are, and this is a different place for us to have a hangout. So yeah, it sounds like the Larry the Cable Guy of video games is hanging out in a parking lot eating a hot and ready. No, but that sounds way yeah. more fun than whatever Larry the Cable Guy probably does. 
Mm. I'm going to watch it. I, 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 uh, okay, I'm going to tell you guys the truth. Are you ready? I'm ready. I don't know I if I'm heard, ready for that. Are we talking like capital you, T truth? You, you, can't, you can't handle it, but I'm going to tell it to you. Okay. Is I had heard so many people say Louis C.K. so many times over the years that I was convinced I hated him. And I had sure. never seen a single thing by the guy. And yeah. then it just reached a fever pitch. <clears throat> And somebody linked one of his videos on YouTube, and I go, this guy that I can see in this still on YouTube, I don't know. He doesn't look like who I thought Louis C.K. did. I was thinking Louis Anderson or something. <laughs> I was thinking he by, – by the ways I heard people talk about him, I imagined he wore some gimmicky outfit, rainbow suspenders or whatever. But he's just this guy, and I'm he's like, I'm like, sure, I'll take a look at this guy. Right? Yeah, I made you watch that one video. episode, yeah. Oh no, I had I had seen him before then. Okay. Right? But I had seen like one YouTube clip where it's him talking about uh uh the the gay marriage thing. It's like I, I you if you don't want to talk to your kid about what the deal is with gay people, why should gay people have to not get married or whatever? It's like some clip that had been it's like somebody and twenty nine other Facebook friends shared this video and I'm like, well, I guess if it's that many of my Facebook friends, I should watch the video. And it's him doing his uh, his like thirty second, uh, what do you call it, gay marriage joke thing that was very popular and successful. And I was like, you know, I kind of like this guy's method of delivery and uh, his personality. I bet he's pretty cool. I was wrong about this guy. However, I have seen five six seconds of Cars, and that little tow truck sure has gotten darn hateful. So, <laughs> that was a good punchline there. <laughs> and the, the fact that they put they put what like twenty five extra minutes of that goddamn tow truck into uh, they put Michael Caine into the sequel, and uh, me and Frank did our investigative journalisms about that that uh, that that Finn McMissile. Dude, yeah, Michael, kids hate Finn McMissile. They, don't, they don't buy his toy. There's they a million of them on the shelf at Target, and then there's there's none of that little tow truck. Because yeah. they love the little stupid beat up tow truck, they would rather play with a beat up tow truck than a goddamn toy. So, in other words, Larry the Cable Guy is all mainstream video games, baby. <laughs> I think we can. Oh, that is the wrong sound effect. Oh my god! Stay down. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I think I'm satisfied with that answer. Are you guys yeah, ready? Good, Are you guys ready? Are you guys ready? Are you guys ready for the lightning round? I'm ready, and I'm also really hungry. So let's do it. Okay, let's the lightning it up. The lightning food. Round. I'm gonna eat some lightning. All right, let's eat some lightning. Uh, okay, the following is a list of real shovelware titles for the Nintendo Wii. I love shovels. Reimagine. I, like, like I dig shovelware. Reimagine <laughs> each of them as the best game ever. Okay. Are we ready? Okay. Yeah, uh, let's do it. How, how quickly? Let's let's decide amongst ourselves how quickly should we do this. Should I can start timing them for like? It's, it's supposed let's to say, be lightning. Let's say we, we we each contribute a sentence. Okay. Okay. And second, you, if you stop for more than a second, your sentence is over. Let's there start with emergency mayhem. Emergency mayhem. The entire world is just exploding, and you run with really great physics, really great Super Mario physics, double jumps, triple jumps, quadruple jumps, and uh, flips and wall jumps, and you're just trying to escape because a city is just exploding, and pieces of buildings and pieces of chunks of asphalt and meteorites are slamming. I really like this. Like, like it's like Bad Day LA, but good, right? Yes. Good yes. day, I like great, that. Gr great physics. Great let's jumping. Just, let's great just action. end it there. Let's end it All there. Game number two. Charm Girls Club Pajama Party. 
well, you got a bunch of girls wearing pajamas, and they're just jumping up and down on a bed, and the bed is uh, really, really bouncy, and they're jumping on a bed and hitting each other with pillows. So you're playing multiplayer, kind of like Smash Brothers, but with better physics, better jumping, and it's girls wearing pajamas, and they're not wearing brassiers under the pajamas, and they're oh, just yeah. whipping, whipping pillows at one another and throwing teddy bears, and you're just trying to knock each other off of this giant, massive bed. That's Actually, I, I, stage. I want them to be magic users because it's charmed. Uh, and yeah, there has to be some charm here. So there's, want, charms, there's charms. I want that. I want so so. In addition to all of that stuff, they have magic spells that they can cast on each other to make themselves uh, appear more beauteous and more uh, and and their pajamas more festive. And they're uh, in in the end, the, the the most fanciful is declared the winner. Uh, Cutting you off there. Game off. number three, calling. Calling. It's just it's you about, are... Your mom is on the phone and she's like, Hello? Hello? <laughs> is she Why calling you on the Wii remote? Is it coming through she the calls speaker? calls you on the Wii remote. She's, she's, yep. she's speaking to you through the speaker and, uh, and, and she's, she's talking to you about her day and how your, your dad said this and how the cat is doing this thing. And, How is this uh, the and, most and, awesome game yeah, ever? And, 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 and what you're supposed to do is to, is to find ways to ma- become, to stay entertained while this conversation is happening. I think, uh, at I least think it's, it's, it's an endless... It's actually interesting. It's, it's an endless <laughs> Mass Effect-style conversation system where the game keeps asking you questions like, did you get a new girlfriend? And you're like, yes. It's like, what's her name? And it's like Marie, Sarah... Uh, Francesca, and you're supposed to choose one, and then like later she'll ask you, "What's your girlfriend's name again?" And you're supposed to choose the one that you chose before. You have to remember. Endless, yeah, it's, yeah, you have to remember. It's an endless yeah. conversation game. Actually, it could just be a heartful boyfriend at that point because that's what that was. Uh, okay, that's cutting that off, lightning there. round, gentlemen. Uh, okay, number I'll four. T- hey, I'll take it from here, Frank. Alex right. Chaffee here. The actual. Right. What's up? I I'm, I'm hosting this podcast. You shut up. Game number uh, four. I, I, I'm taking it from you. Game number four is Sky Kid. Sky Kid! Sky Kid. It's Skyrim, but with kids. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you're just god darn flying through the sky as a kid. You're a kid with a like a propeller beanie hat, and if you get uh, and if anything hits you in the head, you lose the hat and you fall back down to earth. And you're now in parachute mode where you have to line your like skydiving mode. You have to line up with another hat that you're now wearing another hat, and then you can fly back up. Yeah, and you're just collecting good. coins, and you're uh, buying avatar items, and microtransactions. I'm good with that. Crazy garage. <laughs> Crazy garage. You keep trying Larry to park your guy. car in this alert. house. Keep trying to park your car in the house, but the, the, the garage, garage keeps, keeps moving. moving around, shifting shape, and you have to you have to keep rebuilding your car, which is made out of uh, Tetris blocks, in order to f- fit it inside of this. Okay, place. how about how it's about a, it's a, a garage? It's a hoarder's garage, and you're using all the weird crap that he's accumulated over the years to uh, throw at in- incoming aliens. I think I think it's it's an endless uh, kind of an endless driver game where it's you're entering a garage and the garage is just like infinitely deep because I had this idea once while entering a real life parking garage. So you're driving into a garage it's like endlessly deep and you've got to stop and do three point turns and and uh, uh, do U turns and it just manipulate yourself around pillars and if you touch one object the game is over and uh, eventually your your score is represented to you as the number of total inches that your car progressed forward. That doesn't sound very garage. awesome. <laughs> it sounds awesome to me. It's the just next highly technical is driving. Fire placing. Fire placing? Fire placing. Yes. That's a, that's a game about uh putting fire in the in the maximally amusing 
uh, spots. It's so basically like, the game like about chewing. dying in front of children, right? Yeah. But you're lighting fires. And <laughs> lighting fire, fires. fire placing is a game that we actually used to play back at my parents' house when in Kansas when, when we were kids. Oh, I had a fireplace. And then it snowed house. outside. Fire placing was just, uh, you know, you put your hand as close to the fire <laughs> as you can. Yeah. And you burn yourself. That's and then whoever, whoever, whoever burns himself... Whoever whoever has the the blackest darkest burn on his hand at the end is the uh, is is the winner. That sounds like the most awesome game ever. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. Uh, tumble bugs, tumble bugs, tumble, tumble bugs. Is actually bugs are bugs. Angry birds, but you're throwing bugs. There you go. It, it sounds bugs, like the, se- try- the sequel to Charm Girls Club Pajama Party to me. I mean, there's some tumbling there. Yeah, tumble bugs. You gotta you you gotta uh, try to stack up as many bugs as you can, like turtles all the way down style. Oh, see how high up you can get different varieties of bugs, like rhinoceros beetle bugs and stuff, before they topple down. So blonde, so blonde is a a game about it's a platform game where you're a little girl and there's like just waterfalls of, of bleach and you have to keep getting to them to keep your hair from turning brown. Well, there's also so, water geysers that you jump on. There's got to be water geysers coming out of whales that you jump on. Very Mario 2-like. I, I think uh, I think So Blonde is a game about uh, a uh, an infiltrator into the Nazi party trying to uh, <laughs> trying to assassinate the Fuhrer because um, but you have to but your your hair is actually black and you have to keep finding surreptitious ways to to bleach it black, back blonde. That's great. Uh, yeah. Hubert the teddy bear. Hubert the teddy bear. Hubert the teddy bear is about a uh, a teddy bear that gains sentience and and goes on a a horrifying rampage murdering yeah, children. I was gonna say. A bear that just kills people. And no, mine, mine, mine is more innocent than this. You, you are you are a teddy bear who has gained sentience in a toy store, and your a job. A toy store that has also gained sentience. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and your job is to convince people that you actually have intelligence and you're not just a toy. It's a dialogue tree game. Oh, that's a nice. Wait, calling spellbound party. Spellbound party. It, this is about um, taking okay. taking spells and uh, wrapping them up. Like 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 that Zenbound game in ropes, and then and then saying, "How do you like the party?" over and over. How, it's they, a game where cry. you're you're in a room full of uh, drunk people who are tr- and you you're they're trying to spell the word bound, and uh, every time it's, and you're using the Wiimote to click the letters, and it's just you have a big keyboard on the screen, and you have to and, and the, the keys keep like moving. And around. They keep moving around, yeah, to simulate the drunkenness. Actually, and I've got, yeah, I've got a different. I got a different idea for this. Where uh, you're at, you're at a um, uh, a cult party where they're they're all about to drink the Kool Aid, and you're trying to find a way to be the last one to drink the Kool Aid because they're all they're all spellbound by the this this great leader, oh, and they're having their do their, you mean their suicide do you mean real party. real Kool Aid? Oh, uh, that's I mean, copyrighted. That's I mean, trademarked. I mean, I mean, a, a, a real fruit beverage drink that has a poison in it. <laughs> okay, silent debuggers. Silent oh. debuggers is not shovelware for the Wii. That is an actual game on the Turbo Graphics. That's not really that bad. It's a well, Sky Kid is also an old, uh, great arcade game. It's not shovelware it's either. We, but we gotta, we gotta work with what we have. Talking about Wii. They shovelware. turned it into a Wii shovelware. Right. Them. Sorry. Uh, did they? Yes. They made another silent debuggers. They sure yeah. did. Really? I'm Maybe you might up. want to try owning a Wii. 
<laughs> I, I, it's in so, there. Wow, somewhere. I laughed at that. That's great. Uh, Silent Debuggers uh, is, is a stealth is a stealth exterminator game. Yeah, I was gonna say you have to kill all the cockroaches in a room, but if you make any sound at all, they scatter and disappear, and it's game over. Yep. And sure. that involves just holding the Wiimote. You have to like, uh, it, it's a motion plus game, so you have to move the Wiimote like physically. You have to like actually move it. Like like sure. physically throughout the room, but without shaking it too much because of the one to one motion. I'm and just gonna say in 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 the time that you were explaining that, I discovered that it was just released on the Virtual Console. There's no Silent Debuggers remake on the Wii. Well, whatever. Whatever. Why don't, why don't you final, die, Brandon? The final title is Cook or Be Cooked. Oh, it's simple. There's fire on the top. There's fire on the bottom. There's a grill in the middle, and that means it's like kind of like a log bridge where there's spaces. And it's uh, sort of uh, one one player has to uppercut the other player into the fire, and the other player has to has to dive kick the other player down into the fire. Actually, I was I was thinking of a very similar thing, but a little a little simpler visually. You've got you've got two two giant pots uh, in a you're in a you're in a cannibal. Kind of situation. Did you say urine? Did you say urine? Urine. You're in a can- cannibal uh, situation. No, you are in. You are uh, in. Uh, and uh, and you got to knock time, people. one or the other into the pot. Yep. Yeah. Just kick them into the pot. Put them, cook them, or be cooked. Now, yeah. before we go, I do have a question cook that I did once. not. Before we go, I do have a question I did not give Frank. Uh, final bonus round. Would you okay. guys be willing to participate in that? We, we have been going for a real long time, but my I guess body's ready, it. baby. My body's ready. Just okay. flip it up, flop it we're, out there. We're gonna do another improv zone. Oh man, I'm oh. really, I'm a little too hungry for inv- improv. No, let's it. not do this. No. All right, fine. Oh, we'll save this. Really? For <laughs> I would have done it for next week. Then it's a good, it's a good scenario. We'll save it. Yeah, we'll d- okay. let's do it next time. Okay, so if you want to come by next week, you can stay in the loop by going to Facebook.com/slash/icpodcast. Or subscribing to our Twitters. I'm at Alex Jaffe. Brendan's at Necrosofty. Frank's at Frank Cifaldi. Why are you taking my outro from me, friend? Uh, I'm the the regular host. Jaffe Jaffe wants to be in this podcast to not tarnish his perfect attendance. He wants to have perfect attendance. Yeah, I can't let Tim be the only person with a perfect attendance record. This isn't his show. As d- despite what all of our iTunes reviews might lead you to believe. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. I quit. I quit if that's the okay. case. <laughs> all right. So you, could, so you could stay in touch with our Facebook or on Twitter, or you could subscribe to us on iTunes and leave some non-Tim-centric reviews. And, yeah, review uh, Brandon. Sure, review take, Brandon, take review Frank. On the uh, too much. Some review people me. like talking about how I'm the worst part of the show. I always favorite those. So if you want your... Uh, Review upvoted. Make sure to say something nasty about me. Uh, I'm Alex Jaffe. Uh, I'm Frank Savali. I'm Tim Rogers. I'm Brandon Sheffield. Do it, Frank. Uh, And this is podcasting. Podcast over, yeah!